Tempe Brilliance Podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the chorus of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. Hey, Star Chasers. This episode of Pimp Your Brilliance is brought to you by the Visionary Journal. The Visionary Journal is a goal-setting guide, mini vision board, and day planner. It provides a simple structure to help you break your goals into actionable steps that you can integrate into your daily life. For more information and to order your own copy of the Visionary Journal, visit keepchasingthestars.com backslash visionary journal. This is Minisode 19. For more information or for show notes, you can find them at keepchasingthestars.com backslash M19. Hey guys, today we're going to be doing a listener question. And unfortunately, I don't have this person's name because I pulled this question out of the survey, but I feel like variations of this question come up all the time. And the question is, what is your best advice when money is tight, but you still know what you're doing can be something great? And... I love this question because this question and my answer is a huge part of my story because I really believe in being resourceful, making it work with what you got, and stretching your resources as best you can, figuring out ways to make things work. So I'm just going to jump right into answering this question. But the first thing that I want to say is, if you feel like there's something that you're trying to do, you have an idea it's going to be impactful. It's going to help people. It's going to change their lives. It's going to make people better off. Then I feel like you have an obligation to these people to do that thing, create that idea, start that business, launch that service. I don't want you to feel like because your resources are limited, you can't do anything. You can. You're just going to have to be strategic and clever about how you use your limited resources. And I have put together a list of resources to go along with this podcast episode. So definitely make sure you check out the show notes for this, guys. It's keepchasingthestars.com backslash M19. And there's just a list of tools that you can use that are free or low cost. So I want to throw that out there first off. And I've broken it down into like five things that I would do. So here they are. My first thing would be to invest in purchasing my domain name. So whatever your idea is, whatever your brand is going to be for this thing, I would go ahead and buy the domain name. And I would take it one step further and I would buy the domain name from namecheap.com. I like namecheap.com because they offer free domain privacy for a year. And what that basically means is they keep your contact information off of the internet for free. Hosts like GoDaddy, and some of these other companies, Bluehost, they charge for that. And it can be pricey, especially if you're renewing year after year. But Namecheap, for the first year, it's free. I find that whenever I buy a domain name, it's usually about $10 and some change. There's always some type of a coupon available. So here's another little tip. Use something like Honey. Honey is a, a Chrome extension that you can offer. I'm sorry, it's a Chrome extension that you can add to your browser that will help you find coupon codes and discounts. So there's usually one that's available that makes it even less than the $10 and some change. You can even try Ebates because sometimes Ebates has coupon codes. So that would be my first thing is to purchase my domain name, 
and secure that because that's a major part of your brand real estate. And so you want to make sure you have that right off the bat. In addition to getting my domain name, I would also secure all the social media handles for that brand. And what I would do to to make sure that they were all consistent and they all matched would I would use namechecker.com. So I've talked about Namechecker in the episode with Arsha Jones, but Namechecker is a website where you can put in your domain name and it'll tell you if that domain is available. It'll tell you if it's available.com, .co, .net. And it will also tell you if the related social media handles are available all in one screen and it's free. So this is a really low cost and easy way for you to get brand real estate for less than $10 possibly. So that would be my first thing. My second thing would be to invest in a website. I absolutely believe that you need a website. I'm also of the camp that you need a blog. You need some type of a platform where you can showcase your work, you can showcase your writing, you can let people know that you're an expert in this thing that you do. So even if you don't want to blog, you could have a website and you could actually upload YouTube videos to it as your post. You could do a podcast if you had the capabilities for that, but I definitely think that you need a website. Do I think that it matters if it's WordPress versus Squarespace? Nope. I don't think it matters at all. It really just matters what you're going to use and what you feel comfortable with. You could possibly get away with doing a WordPress site for maybe cheaper than what it costs you monthly for Squarespace, but you're going to have to play around with the numbers there and see what is most cost effective. If your budget is super duper tight and you only can invest in the domain name, then for your website, I would say that it's okay to use something like a free website like blogger or wordpress.com. But I'm really, really hesitant to recommend that because I really think that you should have your own website and it shouldn't be one of these free ones. But again, if that's what your budget allows for at the time, then go for it and plan to upgrade that later. Definitely get a website of some sort. My third thing would be figure out what your MVP is or your minimum viable product slash idea. So whatever your idea is that you want to launch, whatever this business that is that you want to launch, you need to start thinking about what are you going to potentially sell at some point? Are you going to coach? Are you going to be selling services? Are you going to be a VA? Are you going to be a blogger? Are you going to sell products? Like what is it that you are going to sell at some point? Because the whole goal is here. At some point you want to make money. You want to be bringing in dollars. So think about what does the 1.0 version of this idea look like? I mean, just like really quick and dirty. What does this idea look like? And what are the minimum resources that you're going to need to create it quickly? I'm not going to spend too much time here because we could go round and round and round because there's a thousand and one ideas, but you need to figure out as soon as possible, what does your MVP look like? What's the minimum viable product that you can sell here? My fourth thing is utilize as many free tools as possible. And I think this is where there's a bit of a disconnect. I'm not going to say that it's cheap to run a business because it's not. It can be very pricey, but I will say that some of the expenses get out of hand because we get into this place of like, 
it's nice to have these tools. It's nice to have a paid version of a social media schedule. It's nice to have this and nice to have that. But it's only nice to have these things if you're really going to use them, if they are bringing you a return on your investment and they're helping you grow and scale. If they're not doing those things, then you can scrap them. But for most of the the services that are available online, like social media, email marketing, accounting, payment processes, design types of software, a lot of these places have a free version or a free account. And yes, they come with, you know, limited resources or limited use, but it's still free. And the free version for a lot of beginners is often more than enough. So as I mentioned before, I have this resource list that I put together. These are 90% of these things are free. Like they don't cost anything. So definitely take a look at this list, but utilize as many free tools as possible. Because here's something I want to pop, I want to point out. Sometimes people online like want to rag about, you know, free isn't going to produce a six-figure business. You can't use free to grow, you know, this enormous client roster. And I want to say, okay, you know, that's fine. I understand that free and not investing in yourself, that might not produce a six-figure business, but it can definitely produce a $500 business or a $1,000 business. And I know that might not be what you want to hear, but the reality is you have to start somewhere. And if you can make a dollar, you can scale up and you can make 10. And if you can figure out how to make $10, you can scale up and you can figure out how to make 100. And if you can make 100, you can scale that to 1,000 and so on and so forth. So don't get in this space of feeling like you have to spend all of this money up front to legitimize your business, to make it look good. There's a lot of really, really good tools that are available for free that have features available to you that you can use for $0, utilize those tools and utilize as many as possible. Figure out how to get as much bang out of that free tool as you can and only scale up and only pay for those tools once you have learned how to use them, you're using them consistently and you're seeing a return on the time that you spent. Because at this point, that's what you're investing. You're investing your time. So if you're seeing a return on your time, then consider figuring out how you can make room in your budget for that tool. But until that point, use these free tools and flourish. My last thing is take advantage of free learning. So I am self-taught. I'm a self-taught graphic designer. When I used to do my t-shirt brand, I was a self-taught screen printer. I'm a self-taught planner designer. Pretty much my entire business is a story of a person who is self-taught. I've taught myself how to use things. I've taught myself how to design things. I've taught myself tons of stuff based on free and paid learning. But before I had money to invest in paid learning, I used free tools, free places that were giving out information that I needed. So a few that I want to point out, Creative Live, creativelive.com has guest teachers that come in and teach on a variety of topics from business to photography to some creative things. Like there's a lot of different classes that are available there. The good thing about Creative Live is the first time it airs, when it's airing live, it's free. So you can watch 
all the Creative Live classes that you want, as long as you're willing to sit there and take notes while they're going on live. So, you know, check out their schedule and see if there's something there that you want to watch. And if you can fit into your schedule, turn it on, get your notepad and take notes away. That's also a good way to kind of try before you buy. So if you saw a class and you thought it was really stellar and you really needed that information, you could go purchase it later. Google. I always tell people everything is Googleable, but you have to look beyond the first two pages of results. But I'm telling you everything that you want to learn, everything that you want to know is available on Google. You just have to really learn how to search and you really need to be patient enough to look through the search results or read through the search results when they come up. So try Google. YouTube, again, search engine. It's a video search engine. So if you want to learn how to do something, I learned how to screen print for the first time on YouTube. And then I bought a screen printing kit and a DVD that showed how to screen print. But for the most part, a lot of my early learnings about screen printing came off of YouTube. Also, Pinterest is another search engine. Pinterest is a visual search engine. There's a lot of information there. So you can also check out Pinterest and see if there's things there that are useful to you. There's useful information that you need. And then finally, webinars. There's no shortage of people saying, come to my webinars, come to my live workshops. You do have to be careful because a lot of times these have um, sales pitches that are designed to push you to purchase something right away. So, you know, if you're not here for that, then by all means, feel free to turn a webinar off at the end because that's normally where they have the pitch. But there's nothing wrong with sitting in on that information. I've learned, you know, things about launching. I've learned things about sales funnels from watching webinars. Like if you go to a webinar for somebody who is legit and really knows their stuff, you can learn a lot in that time frame. So don't be afraid to attend webinars. So those are my five tips. To recap, one, buy your domain name and secure all of your social media real estate. That would be my first investment that I made. My second investment would be a website. Doesn't matter if it's on Squarespace or WordPress, you just need a website. Three, Figure out your minimum viable product. What is the version 1.0 of your idea that you'd eventually like to sell look like? And what resources are you going to need to create that? Four, utilize as many free tools as possible. And remember, I have an entire list of these free tools in the show notes today. And then five, take advantage of free learning. So looking at things like Creative Live, Google, ooh, I just thought of another one. Sometimes Skillshare has classes that are free or sometimes these um, places that have classes like that have like a free trial period where you can try classes out for a limited amount of time. So there's plenty, plenty, I tell you, of free learning opportunities available on the internet. So I hope this was helpful. I hope that whatever your idea is, you listen to what I say and go out there and try to make it work and use as many of these free tools and free classes as possible and build your idea and don't look back. And that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you love the show, make sure you grab the Be Brilliant Guide where I share the keys to success for my most popular guests. 
Download it at keychasingthestars.com backslash brilliant. Now go out there and pimp your brilliance.